Welcome, everybody, to the inaugural episode of Dysfunction Junction, the podcast that's going to challenge the way you think, and maybe you're going to challenge the way we think. My name is Chris Burns, my co-host. Chris Lynch. And the producer extraordinaire, Michael Big Herm Herman. Gentlemen, we finally made it. The teaser went out. I've heard good things about it. A couple people, you know, had their criticisms, had their praises. I told them, wait for Wait for it. Wait for what we're about to do. We're going to have some fun, and fun is on its way. This is in the, in the infant stage right now. We're 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 not a we're not a teenager yet, <laughs> so we're not we're, we're going to be a little rebellious at first, and be maybe be a little unpolished. But that's why Big Herm is here to that's right. trim it down and keep us tight, keep us moving, and keep us forward. So we can we, you can have sex with us. We just can't drink. That's what he's saying. Uh, well, mm, mm, all right. I'm not going there. <laughs> Well, before we get started, most people celebrate after the first episode. We got to celebrate before the first episode. This past Saturday, I want to give this gentleman right here, Big Herm, Michael Herman, huge shout out. Big Herm's Fall Roaster 2021. The pictures gave people meat sweats. I ate half my body weight. I rolled out of bed the next morning. And when I say I rolled, I like, thump, and then I kind of crawled to the bathroom. I was in my glory. What did you think? And I want to say that for the last two days... Breakfast, Big Herm. Lunch, Big Herm. Wife's dinner tonight, Big Herm. There you go. I took four takeout trays of that shit home, and it, it I'm telling you, dude, from the bottom of my heart, that was amazing food. Thank you. you you're, you're skilled at what you do, and thank you very much. And I, I hope people get to go to your restaurant and experience what you can produce because that was just fucking epic. Absolutely. I didn't take anything home except for roommates. <laughs> I, I let them. I let them have go to it. I kept plating and plating and plating. I went nuts, and thankfully, I was not you know forty pounds heavier the next day. Nor am I showing any signs of uh, cholesterol. But everything was so good. Good people. We had a great time. The music was good. Teaching the little girls how to catch how to catch popcorn. popcorn yep. Yep. Uh, catching my friend Megan, who I hadn't seen in seven years, was great seeing Megan and her husband with Sensuous Up, Get Me a Beer. Yep. So that was fun. But I just wanted to give you props for the world to Thank hear. You very much. Uh, Thank last you. year's was great. This one was better. I can't wait till next year. I can't either. And like I told you, Mike, that you're you're going to be hard for my 50th. <laughs> hard or hired? Hired. Both. 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 Because yeah. he has a tendency on birthdays well, I that I get excited when I smoke meats. So. Oh yeah, well I know that firsthand. Who doesn't? But Lynch has a tendency on birthdays that end in zero of walking around in nothing but draws. Yeah, I, I, I can't. Easily, he's, he's got draws on. I'll give him that. I can't confirm nor deny that for my fortieth because of the last thing I remember at my fortieth was cu- cutting the pig open. Yep. And then just sitting in the lawn chair and passing out cold. Yep. I remember that. Yep, and I felt bad because you and Emma had just stopped by. Yep, and uh, I got to say hi. Yeah, and that was about it. <laughs> I think hi. He, I think he mumbled something in uh, Romanian too, and then it was I'm out. Klatu brada niktu. What do you say we get this party started? Yes. <laughs> All right. So in the two weeks since our teaser episode, a lot has gone on in the world, and one of the biggest stories that I have come across is the fact that Superman is now bisexual. I don't necessarily have an issue with it. My issue is going to be reflected in this particular article I'm going to read to you. My biggest issue with it is they're changing the slogan from truth, justice in the American way to truth, justice, and a better tomorrow. Here's my question, and if you're a liberal and you're listening, dysfunctionjunctionshow at gmail.com. Send us your take on this. I gotta know, since when is the American way a bad thing? That's Part one of my rant. I'm going to ask you, what part of the American way is bad? So in, in his, the original slogan that was written by Joe Siegel in what, what 1942, whatever, um, truth, justice, and American way tells me that it's, it stands by the values of our Constitution, our Bill of Rights, and you, you can't... You can disagree with certain points within the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. I, I like leading into the Chappelle thing for later. Okay. It. I don't have to agree with you to respect you. I respect you as a person, 
But to say that, to change that dynamic from truth, justice, American way to a better tomorrow, isn't that what America was founded on? Yeah. Was a better tomorrow. We Read are, the Constitution for fuck's sake. The three of us are all immigrants. We all came from other countries. I immigrated from South Carolina. You're right. I don't know. No. You don't get me started on that subject. I'll go, go for Go back hour. further. You got to go back oh, further. Oh, like my, my grandparents, great-grandparents. Yes. You, you, Abe, it's Farnham. I got it. Yes. Go. Ain't nobody in this room from anywhere other than the lower 48 Correct. challenge me. But, however, comma... <laughs> we we originated from places that were beyond... We have a lineage. Yes, there's a lineage. I originated in the back of a Buick in 1972, and then nine <laughs> months later I arrived. Let's uh, not sully the waters here. I was, That's probably not how it happened. Sorry, Mom and Dad, love you. I was December 71, so that was probably, you know, like behind NFA or whatever. Anyway, but I, di- I digest. Wait, um, wait, wait. Your parents were from the uh, southeastern Connecticut area, right? My dad grew up in Massachusetts. My mom lived in Norwich on Asylum Street. For There's a that no-tell motel that burnt down. <laughs> Maybe my dad I did bet, it. <laughs> I bet, oh, he burned it down, all right. And there, here's Chris Lynch. There's a dirty bed sheet and a dirty Continue mattress. your point, because I'm really interested in this. All right, so going back to my point is that we all came from somewhere, okay? Whether it be first, second, third, fourth generation, I can prove my lineage back on my grandmother and grandfather's side on my mother's side of the family to Poland, England, and Germany. My father's side of the family, however, I've been trying to do the lineage for 20 some odd years because my grandmother on my dad's side always claimed to be Native American. And I set up an account with Ancestry.com and that's where the roadblock is. It traces it. She... Her main day was Boudreaux. That sounds native. French-Canadian. But, however, her her predecessors had a different last name. And they, we, I tracked it back to up into Canada, in the middle of Canada, over left, and then down in okay. the Midwest. Uh, go, let's go back. You're absolutely right. Going to the American waypoint. That's what the framers of the Constitution wanted was a better tomorrow for everybody. It, you don't, that's the you, American way. You don't have to make that disclaimer because we came here for a better future, a better tomorrow. Correct. That's, and that's my entire Going point. all the way back to the Vikings and Christopher Columbus. Stop tearing down the fucking statues, you idiots. <laughs> but let me read the article real quick. Go ahead. This was from two days, four days ago. My bad. Superman artist quits over DC Comics woke changes. A colorist who works on Superman Comics announced he is cutting ties with DC Comics because he isn't a fan of the changes being made to its characters. Plural. Remember that. I only know of one right now. But let's get further into the story. I'm finishing out my contract with DC. Gabe Eltabe said during a recent podcast, according to BoundingIntoComics.com, I'm tired of this shit. I'm tired of them ruining the characters. They don't have a right to do this, he explained. Eltabe, who works on Superman, son of Kal-El, did say he would write out his contract with the company, but once he's done, he's done. What really pisses me off was saying truth, justice, and a better world, or better tomorrow, he said. Fuck that. It's truth, justice, and the American way. DC Comics is the longtime publisher of Superman and announced that the Man of Steel's new mission statement at DC is the quote. Here comes, uh, what's his name again? Forgot his first name. Gabe. Okay. Yep. Big Gabe wants to chime in. My grandfather almost died in World War II. We don't have a right to destroy shit that people died to give to us. It's a bunch of fucking nonsense, he ranted. DC Comics recently made headlines when they revealed John Kent, the son of Clark Kent and Lois Lane, is bisexual and becomes romantically involved with a journalist named Jay Nakamura. In Superman, Son of Kal-El universe, there are two heroes working as Superman, Clark Kent, we all know, and John. Issue number five of the new comic, which is going to be available November 9th, will show John and Jay sharing a kiss after his Superman suffers from major burnout trying to save the world. From Gabe, they call us bigots, racists, and shit, and I would ask them, find me in the fucking mainstream, not on the fringes, one fucking book, one fucking t-shirt, one movie that says leftism leftism is bad and conservatism is good. Find it for me. They won't. 
They're not letting people have a voice, and they're fucking bigots. End quote, end article. I disagree with him to an extent. There's enough in the media that says leftism is super good or conservatism is super good and the other side is bad. Hell, our own putting brain kid sniffer president says it all the fucking time. (laughs) Don't listen to the Republicans. Don't listen to the right. Oh, they want to take away your rights. The only one taking away rights right now is the left, the liberals. However, I'm going to lean on this one and I'm going to say... I don't mind the character change. It's John Kent. It's not Clark Kent. But Gabe hits on a really good point. Why are you trying to change what is? Create a new character. There's enough creativity, I'm sure, in somebody's mind. They can come up with a hero that could be everything they want. Herm, okay, turn it on. Herm's shaking his head. i got to find out why. Why can't they be creative and create a new character? Because it's DC and they can't create new anything. All right, I'll give it, him a, it, it's I'll, I'll give right, him. I, I'm a Marvel fan, bro. Straight up Marvel I know, fan. I know you are. And this would never happen in a Marvel Universe. Only reason because Marvel Universe has... We've got all kinds... Look, Stan Lee knew what he was doing when he created the Marvel Universe, dude. We've got Deadpool. This thing will hump anything on the planet. <laughs> and you know who has no problem with it? All the readers. Well, and you also have to look at the X Men. You, you've got to look at other. You've got to look at a couple others. All right. Sure. Um, do we? Look, my my favorite comic series is the Watchmen. Mm. And the only reason being is it's the only comic series on the planet that they're allowed to fuck. Yeah. Well, well they're allowed to be real people, and they're they're gra- allowed to fuck. They're gra- straight up. It's not implied. It doesn't. It, it doesn't. It's grounded in more reality than any other it's comic real. series. It, like, like they hunt. Okay, you mm. guys are you guys are more comic book men than I am. I walked away from comics a long time ago because I just got tired of on both sides of the fence. See, DC and Marvel, left and right. right. I got I got tired of the the recycled stories. I'm, I'm gonna throw this one at you. What was the last good character DC created? Ooh. And try not to rub your face on the microphone again. I, I love the God microphone. damn it. Um, I got to clean that later. Yeah, you yeah. do. <laughs> I bought Lysol wipes Use today. bleach. Um, so that's my problem with my majority of the problem with DC characters is that it's a rehash of a previous character. Mm-hmm. Um, or it's a copycat of an established Marvel character. But that happened back a lot back in the 50s and 60s. Mm-hmm. Stealing each other's you got, ideas. You got Death Pool. You got Death Wish. You got uh, Wonder Woman. You got Catwoman. And you, you know they still they, they even stole well, yeah, every, every, they they stole from even even themselves. Uni- every uni- oh yeah. Every universe has a copycat version of that superhero in in each. You got the Mariner and you got Aquaman. Yeah. You've got, got this. You've got right. that. And the, the the series that cemented me as a as a Marvel fan for I'm gonna say late seventies into early eighties when I was in preteen to teenage years was the X Men. Okay. Because I understood exactly what the X Men stood for. That was going back to what you said earlier about people who are different from another place and being accepted. Correct. That was the entire point of the X-Men. We're just going to... I'm going to call them evil because I don't understand what they can do. I don't understand why they do what they do. I don't understand the, their motivation or, or motives in, in, I, in doing something. I felt that Marvel has always handled that... <clears throat> much more delicately. The equality and inclusional thing with society much better than DC. Well, Marvel was the first DC, of the mainstream to have a gay DC character. characters were founded during that, that, that early post-World War II... Exactly. And the ones that weren't bought that, into that it. quote-unquote toxic masculinity stage. Batman started out it. as a dark detective, right, and once the right, war right, ended, right, when Superman right, shot by right. Bonds, Stan Lee went was, that way. Stan Lee was about as liberal as you could fucking get. Oh, absolutely. All right? All of his stories were not that, that, that right strong side all of his stuff was to the left we are all on the fringes we are all ostracized we are all heroes that societies tell us to go fuck ourselves what was the what was the line he used there was a documentary about 15 years ago when he said in our own way we're all heroes right well all right so 
Uh, we're going to circle back in a second, but I want you to finish your but point. I, I just want to kind of make a counterpoint to this. There's a gentleman on YouTube. Uh, I'm going to f- try to find one of the videos. It's okay. special, special kids. All right, you look special, that up. I'm a, I'm special a... stories. Okay. But he documents his interactions and interviews with people who have special needs. And he highlights them. And he never feels, never makes them feel like they're on the outside. A fantastic case against abortion is these special kids. Ki- special kids, that's what it's called. Okay, while and, you look that up, I'm going to say one thing. It's going to piss you off. It might piss Mike off. I don't care. I always thought Superman was the dumbest character. Well, when you're 99% infallible, it always ends the same way. Unless he gets fucked with a, with a kryptonite condom, he's going to win. <laughs> Well, Come it, on! Well, you have to look at the yeah, time. You got to look at the time when that character was created. I get it. it. it, it, it they were looking for that hero. Batman, Spider-Man, gentlemen, fallible. Gentlemen, Superman is is ultra unique. He is one of a kind for for one reason, which only. makes him incredible he's, to the left. He's all of us for a moment. I don't want him to be all of us. And I want I'm to be me because Superman doesn't become Superman. Superman. Is no, he does become Superman no, he when he no, leaves he his home planet no, and no, has no, no, no stop, power stop, stop, and comes stop, here. Stop, stop, you're, you're, you're digging too far. When super, once Superman is here, he doesn't become Superman. He just is. At no point does he wake up in the morning and decide to become Superman like the Green Lantern does. He does not become Batman like Bruce Wayne does. He wakes up in the morning and he is Superman. All right, I'll buy it. It's ingrained in I still his, think right? he sucks. Everybody, I understand, but he's all of us. We are all who we are. I know, but, I see it. But, What's that logo right there? But every day... Worst logo but ever. every day, we put on a costume to hide who we are so we fit into the world. And that's exactly what... That's what, the character that Superman was written under the... the and the, the premise of. While premise I understand of. everything you said, and I, I agree... I hate Superman. I, ag- I love the concept how he was I agree written. with your dissertation. However, Superman is the worst fucking character ever in comics. Give me the Turtles. Give me Batman. Give me some of those fringe Marvel guys where right, they have eight too, issues and it goes infallible. away. Right. Ch- choose your image, comic Marvel. I mean, uh, comic uh, character, Savage Dragon. Yeah. Spawn. Spawn, amazing. Uh, amazing character with an actual backstory and an actual like drama behind it. Um, so that that link I'm talking about, I'm gonna. This is another guy I want to reach out to. We'll post it to the page. Uh, uh, special before books Wednesday. By, special books by special kids. This guy, his name is Chris. He focuses on highlighting. Kids that have either rare genetic abnormalities or just dysfunctions, autism, anything. You 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 pick your poison at the, what these kids could have wrong. They have it. And he makes a connection with them. And it's just, I'm not going to lie. There's some, some videos that I like bring tears to my eyes. Sure. Because this guy, he's genuine. He's not just bullshitting. And he's not just doing it to drum up fucking you know publicity for his page he's not doing it for clicks he's not he's not a monetized page he does this out of the goodness of good his own man. heart good man and you know and, and circling back to that <clears throat> with the DC universe they steal from themselves they recycle the same fucking characters over and over again and they it, it's, it's just bland and that's why I think the DC movies Outside of Wonder Woman and Aquaman are horrible. I still stand behind The Dark Knight Rises. Fantastic fucking movie. Well, that, I'm talking that, DC. That whole tr- that is that I'm is talking- DC, and that is a trilogy, and that's beautiful. And that, and that's a but that's a separate. Are you universe. talking standalone? Standalone. The gotcha. DC extended universe. When you started with uh, Superman, whatever the fuck it was, seventy eight. No, 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 no. Started no. with when Affleck. Oh, the Henry Cavill. Henry, when Henry Cavill. Man of Steel. Man of Steel came out, and then you had Batman v Superman, Superman and the dogs were barking downstairs, of course. And you had, um, then you had Wonder Woman and Aquaman, and then Shazam. I think is one of the better installments. Yet to see it. I think it's one of the better installments in the entire universe. Okay. Because it. It brings more levity and more 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 humor and more kind of like reality. It's like this is a guy who's like, 
holy fuck, what, what just happened to me? The best part about, I think it's Batman v Superman, was he died. He died. He was, he was, he was, and that's where I kind of softened my stance a little bit on Superman. He got to, he got to die. And then they bring him back and all of a sudden he's angry. Dude, if you, if I died tomorrow well, to and your, three days later you brought me back, I'd be like, this is awesome. Well, to your point on that. Second chance. I, one of the biggest contentions with uh, Man of Steel was that Superman actually killed. Um, was it Zod? Zod. Yeah. He's never killed in the comic series. No. Ever. Not nor by, in any not other by, nor in any other movie ever made with Zod in it or animated not, series. Not by purpose. No. Maybe by accident, but never by choice. He made that choice. And that kind of human to me, that's the point of the movie where it kind of humanized him to me as that he's acting like a real person and he made a choice. I'm going to kill this motherfucker because if I let him live, there's going to be some really bad shit okay. going down. Uh, to, to, to kind of pull it all back and then I'll make my final statement and then you'll hear some music and then Lynch is going to go on his first uh, topic of the week. Uh, worst choice for Lex Luthor ever was Jesse Eisenberg. That was the dumbest casting uh, he, ever he in is history such ever. A f- uh, he is such a fucking tard. They could have got Gilbert Gottfried and I would have bought it better <laughs> than Jesse Eisenberg. I can tell you right now, Superman! I don't know how to do that Gilbert Gottfried voice. But- <laughs> But going back, again, I, I dislike the character. I dislike everything about it, except I've always liked and always stood behind Truth, Justice, and the American Way. And if we can't have the American Way anymore, then say it's for a more worldwide Superman. Because these comics are read all over the world in probably 52 different languages. Then say that. But they're not. They're just a better tomorrow. They're not even making a statement on it. And now they're, they're again, going back to Gabe's statement... You're taking this icon, and you're just basically rewriting it, the story. And while well, the son and whatever, and again, like you said, stealing from themselves and basically shitting on their own legacy. Well, and they can't, they can't stop tripping over their own dick when they when it comes to creativity because you you look at the DC extended universe from Man of Steel to now, and it's just it's more recycling of the same mm-hmm. fucking trope. I already know where where Wonder Woman came from. Yep, I love the movie. Movie was great. Second one, not so much. Yeah, second one's kind of kind of sucked. Um, Shazam, I thought was a great movie. Zachary Levi was a great choice. To, I definitely to play him. Now. Uh, you you have to. It, I I think you're gonna love it. Um, even Daredevil back with with going back to Marvel, Daredevil, I think didn't get a good a good run and good shot at trying to tell its story because it was choked by the studio and the director wasn't given the freedom to kind of tell the story but dc likes to kind of like piss in their own pond yeah yeah aquaman i thought was great i i I love call me you know, we're not gonna call you anything. Just keep going. I know what you were gonna say. You know how how, how I'm such. A I such. know how I know you are. I love Jason Momoa. I just think he's he's just a very charismatic, best casting of Aquaman ever in the history of ever. And I watched Dune the other night with Megan. We started it on Thursday night. We finished it on Friday night, and she actually wanted to finish watching the movie. Wow. Nice. And that's not unlike her. She's like, I like the cast. I don't understand a story. But you know what? It's a beautiful movie. Which, um, all right. So part of my topic wait, was going to be wait, later, but... Wait, which film was this again? Dune. The new version of Dune. I've heard so many bad things. And I've heard nothing but good things about it. Uh, I could talk on that. Okay. Well, let's save it for another time because I, I just want to wrap this up. Going, yeah. I want to take your point. Look, I don't care if Superman is gay. I don't care if he's bi. Whether it's Superman 1, Superman 2, I don't care. I, I, my favorite superhero of all time is Robin. There's been 75 Robins. DC uh, yeah. needs to get their shit together. Uh, and that's it. Uh, they need to stop stepping on their own dick and stealing from their own pond and um, just kind of come up with the more creative stuff. All right, so uh, another thing in the news that happened this week, um, kind of sad, 
to me. Yeah. Uh, Colin Powell, his passing. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, 84. 84, and it was uh, pancreatic cancer, I believe. Pancreatic cancer, and I believe they also said complications from COVID. I mean, you're talking about a champion of America. Oh, here we go again with America and the American way. I, I, it's, hard, it's hard to put into words exactly what Colin Powell means to America, all the good that Colin Powell did for America. All right, so I'm going to ask you, what, he is a figure in America in his political career or his military career. What was he the first of? He was, oh. Wasn't he the first black, the first black man to attain the rank that he achieved? Like he got higher than any black man before him ever in the exactly. history. Correct, exactly. And he superseded every other person of color that achieved rank. Right. Be, before, I long thought, before the end of his career. And here I here I was thinking about his appointments in different uh, presidential that, administrations. And that, and that was all technically after he'd achieved a rank higher than anybody right, else. Right, right. So I know where you I see where you were going with this and, and Herm hit the nail on the head. It, 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 I mean this he so I watch a retro uh Sunday I watch your well DVR to retro, retrospective of him. On uh, CBS Sunday morning. I know, I'm officially fucking old because I watch CBS Sunday morning. Um, if I'm up on a Sunday morning, I'm not watching CBS. Nora O'Donnell's on at night now. No. Wubba, 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 wubba. Wubba, wubba. Sunday's but, for Meet the Press, buddy. Um, I do like Meet the Press. Great punk band. <laughs> Don't make they, did a, they did a cover of Mash, uh, the MASH theme song, Meet Depressed. They were really good. And when I saw them, they did uh, Hit Me Baby One More Time in a punk Wait, you're talking about the show. Yes. Yeah, Moving right along. Let's get back to what we were talking about. <laughs> you never know what's so coming on watching this function re- Watching his retrospective, I watched two. I watched one on CBS and I watched one on CNN. The man was so articulate, intelligent, and hardworking through his military career, through his political career, through just what he stood for. He was... He... It's amazing how our topics kind of tie into each other about mm-hmm. America, right? And about how people view <clears throat> uh, American icons. To me, he was probably the one of the greatest heroes in the last hundred years in America. To me personally, because he broke walls, he broke boundaries. He he busted down that wall where. Tell me a black man can't do this? Fuck you. I can do this. And that should be, if you don't mind me coming in, that should be what, and I, I hate to use the word black, let's just say children in general should look at Colin Powell or Condoleezza Rice or Candace Owens or even though I hate her politics, Kamala. Whoopi Goldberg. Kamala, oh, listen, just listen. Let, yeah, me the, I, you, let me make I the, was almost there, and he just me, took me off the rails. Let me take make the point for what for as much, as much as you don't agree with her politics. I have to give her an A plus for her effort. First black uh, vice president of yes. the United States, and the, first female vice president of the United States. Sure, there's a lot to celebrate. There's I will a, agree. I, I stripped that aside from her politics. He's giving me the freaking willies. I know, but you have to. Un- you, you know where I come from. You know where, where where I stand on things like that. I'm all about breaking boundaries. I may not agree with you. Again, I may not agree with what you what you stand for. But if you're going to break a boundary and be the first at doing anything, I support you 100. percent Absolutely. And, and I'll take two best friends and put them in that same category that of my fantastic list until you ruined it with Kamala, <laughs> with Kamala Harris. Gail King and Oprah Winfrey. When I get up in the morning, I'm getting ready to go to work. I watch Gail King, CBS Morning News. I do too, every morning. She has a voice, she has a voice that'll peel paint off a wall, but she's very good at what she does. Oprah, um, I somewhat like Oprah until, again, people bring their personal politics. You're an entertainer. Uh, Gail King is a journalist. Stick to journalism. Right. Oprah is technically an entertainer. I have a show five days a week. You watch this show. You get a car. You get a car. You get a car. But stay in your lane. Well, and, and what 
It's like uh, and, you... and Herm's shaking his head. Hold on, I got, I got to do this because I love, or I did like in the '80s and '90s. Even though I'm Hard Rock Jones, I love '80s and '90s rap. Nothing better. Any any rap fan who tells me today, oh, uh, DJ Fuckhead is better than uh, no, no, sit no. down, listen to this Wu Tang record, listen to this NWA record, or listen Here, to run, listen to Run DMC, here's LL Cool J, Public Enemy, right? But when some of those groups go and they get political, it alienates a big section of their fan base, and they're like, wait a minute, we listen to this to have fun. Yeah, we talk about the shit that's going on in the street. Yeah, we talk about our, our how hard our lives were. We kind of touched on the music thing last time, but I'm going to put Colin Powell way up here, and he was political. That was his job, and if your job is an entertainer like Oprah Winfrey or what have you, stick to entertainment. He, he made himself transparent on every level. He knew his job. He knew his lane. And when you said pick your lane, he fucking stuck in that lane for 50 some odd years. Absolutely. And he never deviated from it. He never put his personal spin or opinion on anything that was happening in the world during his tenure of whatever office he was holding at the time. It was more of, I'm here to do a job. You're paying me. Your tax dollars are paying me to do this job. Motherfucker, I'm going to do it. So what you're saying is a politician actually said, I work for you and not the other way around. And that's what I respect the most out of him. Bingo. He he was the guy that said to me personally in his actions, I'm going to go down and murder those dogs in a minute. Anyway, the, the what he did politically. Vera, Hammy, run for your life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what he did personally and, and, and through politics was unheard of through most politicians career he admitted i work for you you pay me my salary i'm going to listen to you and and the the best thing about him was i know he he had put when you see colin powell and there was the the r the d i know he switched parties at one point but he always did everything right down the middle he did not cater to party lines and to me no, he, that's a big thing well and, and for him to cross the party line but said something about his character he's like i'm going to go where i believe my 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 intention should be focused on and if his intention was to be a little left on one thing or a little right on one thing he he made that deviation even if he was on the left, he would still steer right on certain things, uh, uh, on, uh, on certain opinions and, uh, and uh, topics. <clears throat> and that's what politics to me is all about. You can be a Republican, Libertarian, Democrat. You don't have to follow the party line 100%. You have to be able to deviate and, and cut through the minutia of the bullshit on, on the left or the right or the middle and find somewhere where you're comfortable with throwing your name. This is a, another thing. Your namesake and your career, you're throwing it out there to the public for public opinion, for the public court. The people. The people. So I was wrong. Colin Powell was an independent until 1995, where he switched over to the Republican Party from 95 to 2021, and then he switched back independent. Uh, sometime in the last year before his death. Well, to me, independent is you're you're not libertarian. You're not. No, you can't. You, you much like libertarians, I, I would put independent in there. You, you're not picking a, a particular so pool going, to swim in. Yeah, your your care and your concern and your focus is on what's best for the American people. Not this group. Not this group. Not that group. The American people as a whole. Right, and you're you're. You're following the umbrella of of the the better of the public, not what my interest is. What's going to benefit me? What what am I going to monetize from this? And that, to me, is what I, you know, I, I listeners, I, I I know some of us out there in internet land and <laughs> all this other bullshit, Facebook, whatever. However, we're gonna launch this podcast, but I know some of you are staunch. Trump supporters. I know some are staunch Trump opposers. He did a lot of good things, but he also, he threw down a hatchet and put it down the middle and said, fuck you. You're going to follow me 
I'm relieving the dust. Mm-hmm. To that point, good for him for make, making a stand. However, comma, <laughs> you can't be that divisive on certain topics in the, in the country. You're speaking of Trump now, right? Correct. I'm speaking of Trump. All right. You got to bring that crazy train back on the track in a minute. I, 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 I you know, so it's two, two different schools of thought. Colin Powell would listen to both sides of the coin and listen to both arguments. Whereas Donald Trump's like, fuck you. I don't want to hear from you. Go away. You annoy me. You can't be that type of person and run a country or even run a company. You have to, you have to listen to your, to your constituents, your, as a country, your employees as a, (laughs) as a company. and, And you have to understand why they're saying what they're saying. You just gave me a great idea for a future episode. And I'm not going to tell you what it is till the mics go off. Just, just write it You're down. You're going to have some fun with this. So will Herm, because I can see he's got a vein popping on his forehead. <laughs> we got a problem over here. And I, you, there's no defibrillator here in the studio. No. I I, I, I do have... No. I don't have any... Uh, do you epi- have a battery epi- and some jumper cables? I do have a, a garage ba- uh, gr- battery down in the garage and some nipple cables. All right. Um, but, you, you know, you can't draw that line and just say you're either this or you're that you kind of got to look at the the gray in the middle um you know you can't be well done or just rare you got to be medium rare and that's to me that's how i live my life is that sometimes i have to be medium rare and uh, you can see her smirking right now because <laughs> medium rare is the only way to cook a steak Anything above that, you're an asshole. No, no. Well no, done no, no. is never good. No, no. no actually, they're, they're in, in school, you're you're taught there's only there's only three three temperatures you cook meat to. Rare, rare, medium. Media, no, okay. rare, medium, or well done. Those are the only true temperatures you cook meat to. Uh-huh. Medium rare and medium well are temperatures created by fussy fucking Americans <laughs> who don't know how to eat their fucking Thank meat. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And you that's, know how you know that's how, been my chef rant for the day. There you go. So Thank do you, you. Do you know how do you get to that point? Well, as a, as a chef, what you're trained, from what I understand. So wait, you're saying to me, cooking a steak used to be one, two, three. Now there's 37 steak genders. Right. Yes. You're taught basically. You're a Colin Powell. All, all let's meats, go. Almost all meats are classified. <laughs> I know we're going off track. I know we're going off track here, but this is how you figure out whether it's rare, medium rare, well done. Your fingers on your palm, kind of, kind of, but temperature, kind of, temperature makes the difference. Your, your, no, the person's hand who's touching it makes a difference. You have to actually learn how where to hold the hand muscle to get it to that temperature. You can't just tap your hand. No, right? no, no, no. But you, but yes, you, you get the basis of what I'm saying. There's only three temperatures, and picky fucking Americans created medium rare because they want. I don't want it like really red, but I just want like. Like I want some pink, but not blood. I just want a little juice. So there's mid rare, and I want I want a lot of pink. I just want like a little tiny bit, but I don't. Don't want we it, all? Like, but I don't want it <laughs> for real. But I don't want it like too overcooked. That's medium well. Gotcha. Anyway, right, Colin so go, Powell. So going back to yeah, now I'm digressing. Yeah, yeah, digesting. The guy uh, who's supposed to bring the crazy train back on the track just fucked us all. But no, this is this is actually a, a good example of where we're. What, what the tone of the show is going to be is where we, we may start a topic <laughs> and kind of like go to the right or left or stay on, on track. But it, this is why these topics that we brought up tonight are all topics that kind of coincide with each other. Yeah. Um, going back to Colin Powell, he's my well done politician of my, <laughs> of my lifetime of my lifetime. Okay, going back to the... That's racist, dude. Just because he's a person of color, he's well oh, fuck, done. Fuck Listen you. to you. <laughs> I did not mean that at all, you son of a bitch. Ladies and gentlemen... We're not even getting past the first fucking episode on this la- one, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, and gentlemen, my co-host, David Duke. <laughs> I could not resist. Oh, motherfucker Jones. To my right over here in the red oh. fucking... Fitch Falcon's cat. It's not Fitch Falcons, you <laughs> rotten piece of shit. Hey, I graduated there. Anyway, I'm sorry but to no, hear that. But no, going back to him again, he's my well-done politician. 
Stop it, Chris. I can't. You understand what I'm getting to, though. I know what you're saying. It, it, it's he. He you, did the job right. You knew. <laughs> that fucking Herm's gonna explode over here across from me in about two seconds. You knew exactly what you were getting with him. There was no. You didn't have to dig deep to find out any ulterior motives. You knew exactly where he was coming from. He spoke his he spoke his mind, and he he bettered the public. I think he he did the public a good service. Um, by what he what he did through his political career, and you know it was very sad to hear that he 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 died at eighty four years old from pancreatic cancer. Um, you know, rest in peace. I th- I, I want to thank you for your service mm-hmm. in the in the military. I want to thank you for your service to this country, and I think you're actually a personal hero of mine, and I. Just want to say thank you. Amen. Welcome back to the podcast that would never charge you twelve bucks for a cheeseburger. This is Dysfunction Junction, <laughs> and I, I I wanted to make I, I mentioned this in the teaser teaser episode. Easy for me to say teaser. And we talked about Dave Chappelle and the whole Netflix thing. Now, in the last two weeks, they had a walkout where I think thirteen or fourteen people walked out. Uh, some of the people tore down signs of other people standing across the street that said, yes. we like Dave, we like comedy, we agree with freedom of speech, which, again, goes back to woke folk thinking they can just tear shit up. I'm not talking about leftists and liberals. I'm talking about the woke folk. And here's where we're going to go with this. Netflix has gotten all sorts of shit about Dave Chappelle's The Closer. If you want to hear what we had to say about it, go back and listen to the teaser episode available on all your podcast platforms. But what struck me as funny in recent weeks, A, is that the Netflix uh, CEO, the boss in charge, has now backpedaled where he once said, we stand behind Dave Chappelle, he can say whatever he wants, and now he's like, I didn't realize this would hurt like 14 people out of the 11 fucking thousand employees we have, and we're going to let him walk out on lunchtime and, and protest. That's another story for another time. Netflix also has one of the rudest, crudest, and funniest comedy films of all time i'm speaking of eddie murphy delirious now if you've never seen eddie murphy delirious one you're either under 20 or you've been living under a rock this is the comedy special the comedy album the comedy video that kids like me like Herm, like lynch would quote verbatim on the school bus before we had any reason to be listening to eddie murphy and we found it funny we didn't hate Chinese people or gay people or homos- or anybody else, we listened to it. It was funny. We moved along. To me, that's society. But how are these people at Netflix going to say, Dave Chappelle said some shit that hurt our feelings. We're going to walk out while their 80 billion subscribers can easily access, hey, boy, you look mighty cute in them jeans. Why don't you come on over here and then let me fuck you in the butt? <laughs> how? Uh, I'm How? Sorry. This is the same network that put out a, a movie or a documentary or whatever. I watched 12 minutes of it. I couldn't watch anymore called Cuties, which is exactly. Look at Big oh, Herm. Yep. Thank oh, my you. God. Thank you. I was uh, That was going to lead into my uh, point. Uh, uh, but that shit's okay. That's all right. But yeah. uh, but here you know you know the French I, fucked up. I I think I I think I'm going to have to draw lines in the sand here. I apologize. Actually, I don't apologize. If I offend you, fuck you. Goodbye. <clears throat> yeah. Right. See you later. <laughs> A black man can stand on stage and say shit that is, at its core, true, but not necessarily sensitive. But isn't that what comedy has always been about? Um, George Carlin, Andrew Dice Clay, Sam Kinison, Mitch Hedberg, uh, the list goes on and on of people make off-color jokes. And they're not doing it because that's what they really feel and believe inside. It's funny. And if you can't laugh at yourself, who the fuck are you going to laugh at? But these Netflix employees are ignoring the bigger picture. We're going <laughs> to Dave Chappelle's a hot button, so we're going to we're going to walk out because of this. But look further into your catalog and you will find Eddie Murphy delirious. Eddie Murphy has ridden a wave over the years since his debut in 1981 and it's always been blue humor. It's been as my grandmother would call it filth. Uh, <laughs> I loved it. I think all of us loved it. The movies. Even in his movies, he was cracking. Uh, Beverly Hills Cop, where he walks into the Harrow Club, and the guy says, can I help you? Yeah. yeah I'm here to see Serge. I'm looking for Victor Maitland. <laughs> Tell him Serge was here, and um, I have herpes simplex 10. And he did the whole routine. Everybody in the movie theater is laughing their ass off. I don't think one person got up. 
Well, even in like uh, 48 hours with Nick Nolte, mm-hmm. um, I think that's one of his best performances ever. Yeah. <laughs> Just... He, and what do he do? He put on a cowboy hat and make fun of rednecks. Dude, it, you, rednecks were like, yeah, that's funny, man. He got us. That's funny shit, man. That's right. I, I get that. I understand that. I stand behind that. How many... And, and you know, look, I like to say I'm a redneck at heart. I love Rodney Carrington. I love Larry, Larry the Cable Guy, Bill Engvall, Ron White especially. And they make fun of their own people. I love it. The rednecks love it. You don't hear him standing up and oh my God, like he's picking on my car mechanic. They call me Tater Tot. Right. <laughs> but this goes back to, do the people that work at Netflix actually know the content that is on Netflix? So you have to, like you brought the... Don't tell me I have to. I will slap somebody. <laughs> I'll slap the freckles off your fucking face. Thank no, you, sir. Anyway, um, you, you <laughs> brought up the documentary Cuties, or the show, whatever fuck Whatever it, it is. Um, Child porn. Let's call it what it is. I got about eight minutes... Eight minutes into it, and I was like, oh, I'm done. I can't do it. I can't do it. Because um, for them to have this reaction about Dave Chappelle making a comment that actually hits home, again, back to America and how we feel, for them to have that reaction, to me, is appalling. Why does it have to go back? Okay, I got to stop you. Because, A, it is my point, and B, I, I... I have something to say. No offense to you, sir. No, you know. Why does it always have to go back to how we feel? If I don't like the latest record from so and so, I don't buy it. If I don't like the show on ABC, I don't watch it. Why are people just so fucking hell bent on going that guy? And you know what they do? The worst part is they watch it and they make him more money. Well, so it, your 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 action people is counterproductive. And. I say feelings because that's what wh- where their tender spot is. I hate to steal a line from Jewish Beavis, our friend Ben Shapiro out there on Daily Wire, but <laughs> facts don't care about your fucking feelings. And I, Chris, you know how I feel. I know. How I feel. I'm, I'm yeah, telling again, them. Again, back to feelings. I'm telling them. But to the public, it, it's they're reacting to how how they personally feel it reacts to how they take that. that Have that. you ever met an Italian who was offended by the Godfather? No. The prostitution rest, Your Honor. <laughs> but, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I said I was going to bring this up. He's going to the Google machine. Well, I'm, no, oh, I'm, no, I know what you're doing. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm going to what Dave <laughs> Chappelle, his quote, and I stand behind this 100%, and we posted this on our website. On, on the Dysfunction Junction show. Find us uh, on, po- on uh, Facebook. Facebook. Now. Do it. Said, once again, we stand with Dave. Yes. And this, quote, our culture has accepted two huge lies. The first is that if you disagree with somebody's lifestyle, you must fear or hate them. The second is that if you, to love someone means you agree with everything they believe or say and do. Both are nonsense. Wrong on both counts. You don't have to compromise convictions to be compassionate. Exactly. And to me, Dave Chappelle is one of the most revolutionary comics in our lifetimes. The three of us, we're all about the same age. Yeah. And he, his filter is like removed. He has no filter. Um, but he, he is one of the most revolutionary comics in my lifetime, your lifetime, Herm's lifetime, because he speaks the fucking truth. And the bitter truth is, just as you said, I don't have to feel how you feel. I can feel a different way or not have any feelings at all, but still fucking accept you and fucking like, love you for who you are. That's it. It's not about it's not about what whether I agree or disagree with you. It's about I understand I understand why you feel this way. I understand why you want to make this decision. And Chris, I'm not going to bring up the exact topic, but as you and I talked pre-production, here we go. I know. <laughs> I'm going to love that person no matter what. Right. Same. You know, and, and this is not the first time in the last nine months this has happened in my life. Right. It's happened three times. Well, here's the thing. 
And, and, and I just want to make the point that I'm never going to stop loving that person for making that decision and that choice. I'm going to love them till the day I die and you put me eight feet under and... Oh, you got the bonus plan. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going for eight. There you go. I shoot big. There you go. Go big Here, or go here's home. Here's the deal, and, and, and this goes back to the Netflix idiots that walked out who don't look at their own content. Look, I can still be great friends with Chris Lynch, even though he's a stuttering bumblefuck. I can, oh, fuck you. I can still be friends with <laughs> Big Herm, even though he's the, the second most crass asshole in my life. And it doesn't matter because there's that connection and we all can get along. And that's what I think some of these, and I go back to the word woke folk or the phrase woke folk, because to them, if you don't play our way, you don't get to play the game. Well, exactly. There's no level playing field. You're either playing baseball on a 90 degree fucking slant to third, uh, second base, or you're playing on a level field. And there's no level field right now because people... Make stand on that mountain, and they want to die on that fucking hill for their for their conviction. You're choosing the wrong hill to die on. There is someone who I respected so much, a uh, fellow podcaster. Won't mention the name of the show because another friend of mine is a part of that team, and they talk about Kiss. So, <laughs> so you have about eight thousand podcasts to choose from at this point. So. We, we got into a political discussion, and because I didn't play his game and I brought fact to the table rather than my fucking feelings, I got blocked and deleted from his friendship. Fuck you. Bye. See you later. Enjoy. I don't care. I can get along with people and have a difference of opinion. I said it in the teaser. I'm saying it today, and I'm probably going to say it in about 16,000 episodes. Should we make it to 16,000? We'll, we'll all be, like, close to death. We'll be talking about, you know stories of men in their 70s rather than next week when we talk about the trials and tribulations of men over 40 subtitled let me tell you about my favorite antacid <laughs> let me tell you about my favorite analgesic <laughs> oh gee that's a the way you say it it's just so dirty <clears throat> but why can't we all and, and again uh, we hear it say uh black lives matter says it but they don't believe it um <laughs> 